Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In this episode, the influential Aperture Foundation turns 70 with a new permanent home in Manhattan. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast. In this episode, we'll take a look at the Influential Aperture Foundation, which turned 70 in September of 2022. It was established in 1952 by a group of renowned photographers and influential supporters of the art and craft of photography, including Ansel Adams, Dorothea Lange, Barbara Morgan, Nancy and Beaumont Newhall, and Minor White. While it was founded by legendary luminaries, the intention was to make Aperture for everyone with an interest in photography. They wrote at the time, quote, Aperture draws no boundaries between amateur and professional, pictorialist and documentarian, journalist and scholar, end quote. And that was a, from an article uh, published on Christie's website. If you know Aperture, it's probably from their magazine, which began publishing in 1952 when they were founded, and it still publishes four times a year. It's been a thought leader on issues shaping the field of photography and presents work by established masters and emerging photographers alike. And it has a global focus. You're as likely to see creative work from Seoul, Korea as Brazil or London or L.A. The first cover of the Aperture magazine was stylishly designed in an understated minimalist Swiss grid layout that was popular in the 1950s. The masthead was typeset in a lowercase font that looks a lot like Futura Bold Oblique. The black-and-white cover photo by Dorothea Lange showed a rustic wooden signpost highlighted against the dark gray field of the sky. In addition to the quarterly magazine, Aperture also publishes photography books. But Aperture is also a nonprofit photography foundation that organizes and hosts exhibitions. In fact, the same month it turned 70, the foundation announced the purchase of a permanent home at 380 Columbus Avenue in Manhattan. It will include 10,000 square feet of space and will be home to the foundation's offices as well as public programming and installations a bookstore and production space for publishing branch, and, of course, exhibition space. Speaking in an interview with the art newspaper, Aperture's executive director, Sarah Meister, said that the space will be used to promote public engagement and will host book signings and talks and all kinds of events. They intend to have the new space open by summer of 2024. Speaking in an interview with Christie's about the 70th anniversary and about their new facility, Meister said that she had to come to terms with how the quote-unquote art photography fits within the wider practice of photography. Her initial instinct was to classify art above all the other tiers and categories, like vernacular photography. But eventually she realized that art runs throughout all categories. When asked how Aperture helps keep the work of legends from the past relevant while also showcasing innovative emerging practitioners, Meister gave the example of Deanne Arbus. In recognizing the 50th anniversary of a big moment exhibition of her work, Aperture published a new scholarly book about her work and also created a traveling exhibition. Aperture magazine also focuses on topical headlines and contemporary issues within photography and society at large, which helps keep them relevant. Aperture published a special 70th anniversary issue of the magazine, which can be purchased on their website currently and into the future at aperture.org. 
They've also posted a beautiful article on their website called 17 Photographers Reflect on Key Images for Aperture's 70th Anniversary. The article focuses on photographers who are selling their images through Aperture's 70 by 70 sale, and that includes Stephen Shore, Graciela Iturbide, one of my uh, personal favorites, Dawood Bay, Tina Barney, Gregory Crudson, Alex Prager, and many others. You can read this article at Aperture.org for free without a subscription. I have to say the photographs are beautifully reproduced there. Speaking of that 70 by 70 print sale, I decided to pick up a signed and numbered pigment print of the photograph Waterflower Shibuya Ku Tokyo shot in 1990 by legendary Japanese street photographer Daido Moriyama. The photo appeared in Aperture in 1992. Here's what Moriyama said about the image. Quote, When I stepped out onto the veranda that connected to the adjoining bedroom, in front of me was a forest of buildings as far as I could see. Right underneath, a subway train of the Ginza Line was rumbling out of the tunnel only to disappear again into the belly of the Tokyo building. In the foreground on the right-hand side, the dome of the planetarium on the rooftop of the Tokyo Bunkakaya-Kan, which no longer exists, was a glittering silver. It was a time when I was spending most of my days with a hangover from the previous night's drinking spree with my friends. Such were the circumstances that this photograph was produced in. End quote. I can't wait to see that print in person. That's all I've got for now. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again real soon.